This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the Sift Spoil for a little movie called Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, there's a... uh there's a uh, disturbance in the force. There is a disturbance in the Sif Pop force as we have disagreed once again on a Star Wars movie. Man, I was Will so. Will we ever looking, agree again? I was so looking forward to you hating this movie. Oh, <clears throat> I don't. I, again, I just don't know. It's possible for me to hate a Star Wars movie. I'm trying to think what they would have to do for me to. You didn't I mean, hate. If, you didn't hate Solo. No, no, I didn't hate Solo. Uh, I, I kind of liked Solo. That's Maybe high side of it was okay. It was about the lowest I've, I would go. That's interesting. I don't yeah, know. I and, when, and when the prequels came out, I loved them. Yeah, uh, it I, was only on revisiting them that I was aware how much my bias had affected. You know how much I enjoyed them. I'm not going to lie; it's been a hot minute since I've seen a Phantom Menace, and I'm yeah. kind of scared to go back to it. Right, but um, I'm also ex- I would be excited just for the duel of the fates, like you said, yeah. or the pod racing scene. I bet it looks super, super good still. Very cool, very cool. Well, we're going to get into it. Um, We're going to talk about all the spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, don't let us ruin it for you. Also, uh, if you haven't seen it, you might be confused because we'll probably be jumping around. Jump up, jump up, and jump down. We're going to talk about hanging threads, romances, jokes, Easter eggs, cameos, deaths, resurrections, and post-credit sequences. There is one of those things that this movie does not have. (laughs) And only one. Hanging threads are there, romances are there, jokes are there, Easter eggs are there, cameos are there, deaths are there, lots of resurrections are there, but no post-credit sequences. Um, What do you want to talk about first? I got a whole list of stuff, but let's hit on some things that we mentioned in the podcast specifically. Cool. The big one that we mentioned was... This movie not standing by its convictions and, you know, wanting to actually live in the consequences of what it can. Can you imagine how powerful this movie is if Chewie actually died? Yeah. If Ray actually accidentally killed Chewie. Oh, that could have been really powerful. Super. Because then then you almost believe she may go to the dark. Like, there's there's an element after that where it's like, how does she come back from that? How does she, you know, and, and... 
as an audience, we don't even get to live in that for five minutes, five minutes. Yeah. Maybe she gets to live in it for a little bit longer, but not that much longer. Another one is C3PO getting his memory. Yes. And it's immediately undone. And it's like, but why, why did that even need to change? But like, I, it's just, yeah, this, it, this movie that was the part of this movie if you want me to hate this movie that is the part of this movie i hate you i'm know, surprised is... that they didn't bring harry fisher back <laughs> or uh okay i will say this there's a uh there's you were talking about adam driver's performance yes and how you thought he was asked to do some very difficult and emotional things in this yes one moment stands out in particular to me and it's one moment that could have been very poorly done, but I think they did a really good job with it. I think you know where I'm going. This is uh, Han Solo coming back. This is what I was talking about, this movie undoing even stuff from the first movie uh, in, in bringing Han Solo back. Yeah. So, you know, the the movie The Force Awakens, I think, had the courage of its conviction to actually have him kill his father. Yeah. You know, in this movie... Han Solo, three scenes after that, you know, oh, just kidding. He's waving at the camera, you know, but, yeah. you know, The Force Awakens actually did that. And in even this movie is like, well, let's bring Han Solo back. Now, originally, I'm guessing that was supposed to be Leia. I'm guessing that she was supposed to visit him as a, like a force projection. Like right after she died. Um, yeah. yeah, that she was just in the way that Luke you know, gave yeah. his life to, you know, be a force projection and, and do something that she was going to do that to save him. And I think that would have made even a little more sense than Han Solo coming back. Yeah. Um, but yes, I think Driver sells that. And, and the thing that I was talking about that Driver really sells that is ridiculous and hard to sell is how quickly he moves back to the the light side. You know, how how quickly he comes back to be, you know from just absolute darkness giving in to his anger wanting to kill anybody who's more powerful than him to you know oh you my you know my mom you know spoke to me in a moment yeah and and now i'm good so that felt a little bit quick to me but adam driver pulls it off like yeah. he has a totally different tone to his performance after he becomes Ben, like Ben Solo is a different performance for him than Kylo Ren. Yeah, and and I I found that very well done. Yeah. So um, that's what I was talking about there. Are there any things you want to hit on before I just start raging on things I can't stand? Well, you I didn't know if you had any more things we talked about during the podcast proper that that you wanted to um, to bring up. Was uh, here's a, another possible not standing by its conviction conviction but definitely not to the level of c-3po or chewy and that's general hux being the spy yes i mean he just i'm the spy boom yeah like super quickly like because in last jedi ryan johnson made him a bumbling goofball Mm -hmm. because in force awakens i was like oh he's going to be the next um I gram off Tarkin, you know, right. and I'd be like, "Oh, this is going to be cool for just seeing Donald Gleason in that kind of role." But then Richard he, E. Grant kind of took that role this time. Yeah, but he he was good, but he wasn't used to any potential because yeah. this movie couldn't decide on who they wanted to be the bad guy. Like because it goes Kylo Ren, then it goes to him, and then it goes back to Palpatine. Right. Like just pick a villain <laughs> and. Yeah, uh, I get. We didn't mention it in podcast proper. Now we can say 
Palpatine's back. Yeah. And it's the dumbest thing ever because apparently he announces he's back. Why? Can you, can you tell me what is up with the crowd that's gathered there? Are, Who are, are those, those people? all Sith? Yeah, like I, I was. There, it seems like there's a lot. For as much as of this movie is exposition, it seems like there's a lot of missing exposition too. Like, yeah. which is okay. I, like, I don't need all the details, but at some point, I kind of want to know how Palpatine has hundreds of thousands of people in a stadium yeah. and how he created uh Snoke. Well, no, this I mean the Snoke thing I thought was kind of funny. It was no, funny's the wrong <clears throat> word. <laughs> how he created all these star destroyers? Yes. Like yes. where did they come from? Where did he get all those star destroyers? Where did they go? Where did they come Death from star Cotton tech on them. Like yeah. And in and there are moments where it's like, oh, so each of these Star Destroyers can now blow up a planet. We see yeah. a planet getting blown up by one of them. But not only that, uh, the like the resistance at the end is says something. I think Poe says something about uh, take out their weapons, and at least when you know every weapon we take out saves a planet or something like That's that. That's not true. Well. <laughs> Well, well, it's it's not true because if there's still one, that one can go around. Right, totally. Yeah. But but I but what I found interesting was apparently that was also their weak spot because as soon as they took out the weapon, the whole ship exploded. Yeah. Like it, I don't know. It was it was kind of you know the the details were kind of forced and strange and, and yeah. really quickly run through. Because if you look at Star Destroyer, it needed a sun. It needed the energy of a right, sun. Right, the energy had to come from somewhere. Yeah. Right. Here, it's like Palpatine is just like, You figured no. out how to put it inside the ship somehow. Exactly, yeah. And not only a ship, but a Star Destroyer, not a Death Star, something as big as a moon, you know? Right. Um, okay. Yeah. I, go I got, I got I'll, I'll let you go ahead and rage. I got, I got if, a, you don't, if you don't mind me like popping in every please, once in a while yeah. to, to say things so, if I need to. The thing I hate most about new force powers being introduced is the ability to teleport matter from one point in space to another. Yes. So teleporting the lightsaber, which I think I think results in the coolest moment in the movie, which you hate because you hate the force power. Yeah. That provides it. And it also that scene uh, where she teleports the lightsaber to Ben is. I hate the fact that it now makes the Knights of Ren so overly hyped. The Knights of Ren are nothing. Yes. And I, I don't understand. I don't understand. Of course, Star Wars does this, right? Because um, the the bounty hunter, Mandalorian, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Boba Fett was nothing. But Star Wars fans made him into something. The Knights of Ren, I think, it felt like they were intended to be more of something. But they just aren't. They're just. They're just nothing. We know yeah. nothing about them. We know. We know nothing about why they have loyalty to Kylo Ren. Why yeah. they're his knights. Why they would turn on that loyalty so quickly. Yeah. Um. And or what they do. Or are what they, they do. Force are, sensitive. Are, right. Are they force sensitive? Are they good at anything? Well, yeah. We don't know any of that stuff. Yeah. So still was a great fight scene though. Was it? I thought so. I had so much. I was really into the movie by that point. Actually, I was digging it. Whenever they got to Exodar or whatever the Sith homeworld, yeah. it was so dark I could barely see what was going oh, on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, also, uh, when is Palpatine going to learn whenever he starts shooting lightning at a lightsaber? <laughs> Stop. Stop shooting yeah. lightning at that point. I mean, fool me once, shame on you, Windu. Yeah. Sh- fool me twice, I'm gonna 
officially melt my face off now. Do you think, um, it's just because I'm thinking of the force lightning that, uh, that, um, Ray apparently has as well. Yeah. Uh, and Kylo in the battle for the ship where Chewie, uh, apparently dies, but then doesn't die. Yeah. Um, was that the best scene in the movie? The, the force battle over the ship. Could have I been. found I found that effect. Well, even beyond just the consequences of it, like just the idea that she was stopping a ship with her force powers, and then they were playing tug of war with yeah. a spaceship. I I don't know. In in I just I found that that scene. I would hate to be on that ship before right. it exploded, obviously. Yeah. But like uh, you know, yeah. getting dragged every which way. Uh, best scene in the movie. For me, it's either that, the water fight on and the remains of the Death Star, um, which I, I thought was spectacular, uh, or the the final moments, um, them, you know, her transferring him the lightsaber and then doing the cross uh, lightning back at, at Palpatine. Yeah, I thought I thought that was really well done. I love Ray so much. I was just like, yes, Ray, you're the best. <laughs> so what do you think about Ray being a Palpatine? Um. So apparently, Palpatine had a wife, or or, or he okay, so, he sired somebody, <laughs> or or that uh, Anakin has been rumored to be like a virgin birth kind of like not a virgin birth kind of thing, but like a you know the Force birthed Anakin, the Metaclorian daddy, yeah, whatever. So like that's kind of like I wonder if that's that kind of thing. And then her parents were just actually you know literally nobodies who you know were trying to protect her or whatever they weren't really her her parents yeah I, that's a possibility yeah. um if you want to kind of play with it but there was you know there was that whole thing where the last jedi is like you know ser- you know search your feelings you know it's true your parents are you know just trash you know traitors yeah, and then jj uh, abrams is like no no no, no, <laughs> I don't want to do. And that. then there's the whole thing with Luke catching the lightsaber and, and being like, "You got to be careful how you treat these things." Oh, after he threw it, oh in the first gosh, one. <laughs> yeah. When I saw that, I'm like, "Oh, that is that's shade being." It's thrown. direct. It, it did feel like a direct middle finger, right? Like that's yeah. the thing when I'm talking about these movies are fighting with each other. Yes, they they are fight. You know. So it's, I don't know how you let that happen, but yeah. you can feel it. You can just, you feel like you're tossed around. Like, of course, as somebody who loved The Last Jedi, I'm going to look at that and go, come on, man. Like, what, like, yeah. I don't know. It just feels like you're trying to undo everything that, that was done. Yeah. That, to me, that is the weakest part of this movie because that, that includes those powerful things this movie could have done too. Like, this movie just undoes things. That's what this movie did. It just undid things. And you can't undo things in the last movie because you're not pushing a story forward. You're right. You're Thank making. You. That's why it's so meaningful. Yeah. 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 No, I'm with you about that part. 100%. Yeah. I just um, still think lightsabers are so cool, man. Man, I think <laughs> lightsabers like... are cool, but I've seen it done better, and that's my problem. Oh, I no. don't know. I, I love the lightsaber battles in this movie. I, like I said, that, that last 40 minutes, I was really into it. There so. really wasn't a lightsaber, oh, besides the Knights of Ren. Yeah. But that wasn't a and lightsaber I, I battle. Liked, that I, was a lightsaber versus people. I, when I think a lightsaber battle, I'm thinking like two lightsabers going at each like other. Like on the remains of the Death Star. Yeah. 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 Which I'm not even going to get into that yet you you feel i feel like you're about you were in the middle of saying something so uh i mean maybe but go ahead get it, follow your thought <laughs> because okay with the the wreckage of the death star on one of the moons of endor mm-hmm. i'm assuming not ewok endor because you know giant 
waves the size that you see in uh, Interstellar right. are, are destroying that thing. So you're telling me that the Star Wars Horcrux is what I'm going to call it. Yeah. That little triangle thingy that tells you where the, the wayfinder. Yeah, um, that is the MacGuffin. There's the MacGuffin exactly. Uh, there's only two of those ever created. Why you know why is that even a thing? And oh, I, I'm 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 jumping all over the place here, but this one's more. Well, there's important. a lot to think about. There's, yeah, this one is more important to me because I think it's more stupid. The fact that C-3PO can translate this language, but, but, can't say but he can't say it, yeah. that is the dumbest... Uh, I, I kind of disagree with you on that. Uh, that makes sense to me, because computers are, are programmed. They don't make decisions. So if it's literally his programming... But it's know, side questing. Well, you, sure. You gotta, Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And what's up with that girl, uh, like cool like the cool awesome girl that poe has but doesn't have a relationship with you know Carrie russell is that who that was yeah underneath I, that mask i was trying to figure showed out who her eyes that was. once yeah she showed her eyes zori bliss is yeah. the character's name yeah way to introduce a character that i dug re- their moments i'll tell you what i i really liked at the end where he's like uh can I kiss you? I think he said, can I kiss you or something like that? And she, she gave him a look. Yeah, look he was like, like no. looking at her like, you want to kiss? And she's like, Oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a look. He gave her yeah. a look and, and she looked it off and, and then he just like, well, I, I thought that was funny. Uh, the Since we're talking about what's funny, there were uh, humor moments in this that I liked and humor moments in this that I didn't. Uh, was Am I wrong in thinking that the Knights of Ren walked by and a couple stormtroopers said squad goals? Yes. <laughs> That is so lame. That is the, that is. It's like, like one of the first <laughs> lines in the movie, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I, I couldn't tell. I, I thought maybe, I thought maybe he just said goals, but, and then I was like, did he just say squad goals? I don't know. Anyways, yeah. those kind of things. I'm just like, come on. But, uh, but I did think a lot of it was funny. Um, this movie, one of the other things I want to talk about since we're in spoilers is over and over again, the fan service in this movie, um, which again, I'm not anti fan service. I'm a fan. I like to be serviced, you know, like bring it on. <laughs> um, but this movie, it's just, you know, with the Lando stuff, uh, you know, there's Chewie's medal, you know, yeah. that he's given at the end there. It's just thing after thing. Everybody shows up at one point. There's there's a mon. Well, again, I actually liked this when Ray is is down and she's tapping into the force and everybody is encouraging her, you know, and it's every Jedi ever speaking into her in that moment and it's just like i'm simultaneously like you know uh nostalgia much and also like yes (laughs) apparently star wars universe is now like jet lee's the one universe where right once they all die all that energy converges onto one entity so yeah uh another uh middle finger to the last jedi is the use of rose in this movie who basically just gets Stuck it hanging out with uh, with Leia does nothing in this movie. Yeah, after her being and crucial. Dominic Monaghan are just like, hey. Wanna- <laughs> well, at least I mean, but Dominic never was like a huge player in any of the movies. Or I think whatever. he was only in this one, wasn't he? Uh, I I think we saw his face in the first one. Really? Too. Yeah. Okay. Same with um, uh, the other guy Snapply that JJ loves. Or something. How do you say it? Greg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Greg. Look it up real quick. Um, but but Rose was a huge part of the Last Jedi. Greg Grunberg. Uh, Rose was Grumberg, a huge yeah. part of the last movie. Oh, his, and, his character's name is Snap. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah. yeah. So in in the Rose and Finn thing, 
you know that's set up in the last jedi jj's like mm-hmm. yeah, n- no i'm going to introduce this new character and you know she's going to be the new finn thing oh so. yeah congratulations rise of skywalker you made the rose finn awkward kiss you outdid it with the <laughs> awkward ray kylo kiss uh, yeah what do you think about that <laughs> It was nothing. It was absolutely nothing. It was like they're trying to make this a big thing. Like, oh, they're finally going to kiss. I never cared if they got together or anything. No, I didn't either. I didn't either. So, because I was more interested. And I didn't really read that in their characters at all. I was reading more of, is Kylo going to be Ben at the end of this? Or is he going to be Kylo? You know, and that's where, so whenever that awkward kiss happens, I'm like, oh, so I guess that was a thing you were shooting for this whole time. Uh, I guess. So another force power introduced is resurrection and healing. Yeah. Which I guess, you know, in, is, can we spoil Mandalorian where the healing is used in Mandalorian? Yeah. Yeah. But it again raises the question, why didn't Luke regrow a hand? Instead of getting a robot hand, why didn't Anakin... Because he didn't know of that power. He never tapped into it. He didn't know it was there. Same thing with Anakin, who is supposedly one of the most powerful Jedi ever. Or Palpatine, who is like in the top five Force users of all time. Why didn't he heal Anakin after he got lavaed by Obi-Wan, you know? Because he didn't know about it. But he does. He does, because he's he's cloning himself and he's been healing himself this entire time. Who has... Maybe I missed it. I'm sorry. I'm not following. Palpatine. Well, Palpatine, I mean, what Palpatine's doing, I don't know, um, but but yeah. He's just back. <laughs> He's just back. Um, and it's used on a big uh, a big underground snake. Yeah. So that's how we first learn about it. And then, Which, why? And then uh, then she kills Kylo, brings yeah. him back to life. Well, the, the, the story why of the snake is so that we can see it take something out of her to do it, so that we understand when Kylo does it, that's... You know, for her, that's why he dies. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, whenever they're just done with uh, Alien Burning Man, they're being chased by the flying stormtroopers. Yeah. And then they land in that uh, quicksand gravel stuff. By the way, Alien stuff. Burning Man was another side quest to get that dagger or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Go ahead. Which, you know, is just a, a quest item that you need to turn in to get, you know, your loot and get your XP <laughs> so you can level up. But as they're sinking, sinking into the uh, the quicksand pebble stuff, yeah. Finn says to Ray, I need to tell you something before I die. Yes. And then it keeps getting brought up between Poe and Finn. We never know what it is. Well, I think we're supposed to believe. Um, I think we're supposed to believe it's what he tells. I can't remember the character's name that he meets, but he when he tells her he's a force user. I think that's what we're supposed. I think that's the payoff for that. And you can't tell Poe that for some reason. I don't know. I yeah. I I just I think he wanted to to tell Ray privately that he that he senses the force and is a force user Mm. that's what i uh, listen movie does not make that clear the movie is not clear on that at all but that's what my brain did okay so yeah i I wonder if that's supposed to be the resolution to that because i don't think it was that he loves her like i i i think it i think it had more to do with him possibly having you know jedi uh ability or force abilities yeah um the other part of this that just kind of does not uh, you know, use the last Jedi or reverses it or whatever. 
is the idea of the last Jedi that was so powerful to me was the expansion of the force and, you know, broom boy at the end or whatever. <laughs> broom boy. And that it, that it, didn't, it didn't matter who you were. You know, you, you didn't have yeah. to be from Palpatine or Skywalker yeah. to be a force user. I mean, that the and, force started in those families somewhere originally. Why can't Ray right. be one of those? Right. And one of the things I loved about The Last Jedi and one of the things I loved about the Ray parenting, uh, parentage reveal that has been reversed uh, was that idea that you didn't have to be a Skywalker. You didn't have to be a Palpatine. You didn't, you know, you could just be anybody. And this movie's like, you know, completely reverses that. She's a and, Skywalker now, apparently. You know, and yeah, I did. I, I, how'd you feel about uh, the Dunkirk at the end when they, when they pulled the Dunkirk? Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't move you at all? No. I found it moving. Really? Uh, yeah, all those different ships, and I don't know. It was just in the same way in the same way that I found Dunkirk moving. It was like, you know, I think there's a line that's, that he even says, like, uh, he was like, who are they? He's like, they're just people. He's, he's, they're just people. And it's, I don't know. I, I did find that movie a little bit moving. Yeah. So, but the uh, question is, why did they come now they, and not earlier? Yeah. Oh, here's another thing I hate. So... In Last Jedi, apparently, whenever you go into light speed, at the very end, she, uh, what Laura Dern, light speeds through that ship, right, and destroys it. The whole the holdo maneuver, as it's called now. Yeah. Now in this one, whenever Poe is light skipping or whatever it is, he's going through things, but they're not. Uh, being destroyed right. like he light skips through a worm he light skips through a building do we know they're not being destroyed yeah because because i think we just show up in the new place because no because whenever he light skips through the worm it's immediately shown afterwards that uh those tie fighters get eaten by it remember okay so it's just inconsistency like that that drives me up the wall. Yeah, I just don't know enough about how light speed works to know if that's an inconsistency or not. I guess it's hyperspeed, not light speed. Because there's also something said in this one about the holdo maneuvers are like a one in a million shot. And so maybe that's not what happens every time you jump into light speed. But it just she, whatever she did, she happened to do it exactly right well, I'm glad, you know, to blow that up. I'm glad it worked out for her. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, but the light skipping thing is, is fascinating too, because that actually does play off something that we learned in last Jedi, which is that now the, um, empire first order, first order. Now the first order can track them through light speed. Yeah. And so now the light skipping, like the, at least the need to do it makes sense, right? Because you're being tracked, um, chased, you're being chased through lights. From what I remember from last Jedi, they put a tracker on that ship so that's how they were able to follow them mm. so i guess we're just supposed to accept that they put a tracker on the millennium falcon i guess I don't another know. thing tie fighters can't go through hyperspace <laughs> well now they can well apparently okay yeah okay now apparently now tie fighters can go through hyperspace uh that's I, why they have big star destroyers where all the tie fighters go in is because tie fighters can't go into hyperspace we're jumping all around but it's understandable because there's you know there's a lot there's a lot it's the conclusion of the skywalker is it the conclusion of the I, skywalker stuff i uh the thing because uh, i went back and watched the trailers yeah for this movie uh even though i already knew palpatine was spoiled uh just because people were saying things that made it obvious even if they weren't spoiling you know yeah. what i mean um and by the way i think i've said this before the information itself 
is not the part I'm most scared of. I don't want to know the information. It's the exact I'd rather scene. Yes, it's the visuals that I that I hate the most being spoiled on. Yeah. Um and their context, the context of the visuals. And the biggest example of that in this one is one of the coolest moments of the movie for me is the entirety of the teaser trailer for this movie. And that's Ray jumping over Kylo's ship and uh, cutting, oh, off cutting the wing. Half, yeah. That was so cool. And when I found out it was in the trailer, I was like, how did you just steal that moment from people out of the con? Like, it means so much more in that context of what of that face off and what's going on. And like, yeah. out of context, it's it's a cool visual, but it loses all that that story, you know, what I mean? context. And I just like. I, and it's not the first time and it won't be the last time that I go back and watch a trailer and I get frustrated, but I just, yeah. I feel, I feel bad. And at the same time, everybody's a big boy every, or girl. Everybody can, you know, make up their own mind about watching trailers or not. I just feel like I'm so glad that I was able to experience that inside the movie. For me, I just have really bad short-term memory. So <laughs> right, whenever I'm said, watching yeah. the movie, I just forget that like, oh yeah, yeah that was in the trailer. Oh yeah, yeah, that was in the trailer. Yeah. So I, I thought that was really one of the coolest things i've ever seen in in star wars um oh killing a tie fighter with the lightsaber, with a lightsaber. Yeah. yeah i thought that was and just the way the way she felt it out the way she you know like ready set goad it you know like yeah I just i i thought that was really cool yeah um anything else you want to talk about i feel like we could talk about this stuff for a while but uh you know luke comes back han yeah. comes back what's the new toy character that they introduced in this one the little mechanic guy well there's a couple you've got the the little mechanic guy that uh, i heard uh, somebody else mentioned this and it clicked with me i'm like yeah that doesn't make any sense um but they, there's a droid that speaks english oh yeah and, and droids so in so star wars droids in star wars don't speak english um c-3po so, does yeah but that's because he is a translator droid yeah that's why he speaks english um like so R2 or th- this person was like why this this creature should be speaking droid like what is going on so like bb8 doesn't speak english or anything right, yeah uh what was i and then there was the other one that did the memory stuff that yeah. i think is supposed to be the other big you know toy one toy guy yeah he reminded me of flight of the navigator like a little creature from flight of the navigator <laughs> yeah i know what you're talking about <laughs> so because i brought that up for a reason because there was something i was gonna say to like kind of take us out uh man that's right there's a lot man yeah um and we've certainly talked plenty we have um but yeah so rise of skywalker anything else you want to mention i guess not no no i wish i knew what the the name of that creature in the flight of the navigator was (laughs) i can't remember i need to watch that movie again yeah it's been a hot minute uh, well, thank you for tuning in to the, uh, Sif Pop spoilers for Rise of the Skywalker, uh, or the Rise of Skywalker. I keep yeah. saying Rise of the Skywalker. I don't know why I do that. Um, <laughs> but if you have any, oh, and then we didn't, I guess we can talk about this before we close. Okay. She's a Skywalker now. Well, how did you, how did you feel about that? The, it, like it the was, burying of Luke and Leia's lightsabers. Yeah. And I'm glad she buried firing Leia's. up her own original yellow lightsaber. Yeah. And, I'm glad she buried Leia's uh, lightsaber on Tatooine, a planet she never visited, you know? <laughs> well, be with her brother. Yeah, be with her know. brother. I get it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it was, it was cool seeing Ray 
do the whole double sun, you know, mirage yeah. thing. Again, it's one of those nostalgia moments where I'm like, yeah. you know, it's cool. You're nostalgia doing it. much. Also, I love this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it just felt like because that's where our story begins, you know, with the original, you know, Luke looking at it. And it just seemed fitting that that's also how it ends. But uh, her being a Skywalker, like, I think it would have been cooler if she didn't say that, you know? Yeah. Like, w- hypothetically, what if she did say, no, I'm a Palpatine, but I'm not the Palpatine, you know? I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna ruin that guy's plan. I'm going to be the nicest Palpatine of or all Or she could have just made up something like Han Solo did. I, I mean, that's I, how he's... <laughs> I'm Ray Ground Runner. I'm not that's Skywalker. Right. I'm Ground Runner. That's exactly right. Yeah. I'm a lake runner. swimmer. Land runner. <laughs> uh, there you go. Thank you so much for hanging out with us for the Sif Spoil. There will be no Sif Spoil next week because we're just doing our uh, Movies of the Year Sif yeah. Top uh, Award Show. So that'll be happening next week and we will see you then. Bye. <laughs>